Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. I'm Joe Boyle. Hello. Hey, welcome, Joe. It's a pleasure to get a chance Hello. to, as I say to everybody, sit down and like put a voice and a face to the names, things I see online. Uh, we did. We had actually had a really nice conversation. In fact, if we hadn't recorded anything at all, I would have said that was awesome because we had a great conversation before we even pressed record. All over the map, we were talking about all kinds of different things, and I, I think one of the hardest things we could try to talk about, which is what I want to talk about, is communicating with others. So I think it's safe to say you and I are really cerebral, and we're the type of person who really thinks about something and, and picks an idea apart and tries to figure out what's the best way to share this. Is it worth sharing with someone else? And I'm wondering how do you, how do you, I'm guessing that you struggle with, uh, so much I want to share, but I'm not sure what's the best thing for this other person. So do you, do you ask people questions? So if somebody, if you find somebody is interested in talking with you, do you ask them questions to figure out what they might need or what they might be interested in that you could provide? Or do you throw them a little sample idea and then see how they react to it? And what are the ways that you, what, are, what tools do you deploy to try and figure out what the best language is for talking to somebody else? So, you, you lost me in some of that. that was, uh... So how do you think about communicating with others when you have something to share. Yeah, that's what you lost me is in, uh, see, I, I, I think I've, I actually go the other way is in, I don't even offer it. Mm -hmm. I don't even share it. It's like if, if somebody wants something, that's up to them to get it, to, you know, to cut it, to ask for it, to, it's, uh, you talk that's about, a good point. Uh, yeah. Talk about David Bell. Classic story was, uh, you know, him and his dad, and he was like, if, if he wanted to find out about his dad, he, uh, he had to ask him. You know, that's a classic story. Raymond wouldn't tell him anything about his life. David had to ask him. That was, yeah. a, I just saw, you know, as we were talking about parkour beforehand. Was a, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's in that sense, it's the student has to be ready sort of idea, isn't it? Is that yeah. if, if they're not if they're not ready to inquire they're not even brave enough to oftentimes that it just to ask to, you know, it's like that idea of rejection from, you know, it's a, just to actually ask to put themselves in a position of humility of not knowing to then, you know, if they can't do that, they're probably not going to be able to handle whatever it is, that, <laughs> whatever it is we're teaching or whatever it is we're going to try and yeah. Cause you know, there's a lot of failure when you're learning. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how you know you're. That's how you know you're learning. If you're not failing, you're not learning. Are there? So I'm guessing then that you don't get a lot of questions. That it's, <laughs> and I don't mean like nobody loves you, <laughs> but what are the kinds of questions that that surprise you? So you know, if you do get people who ask you about things, what are the kinds of things they ask you about that, you know, like some people ask me dumb questions. What kind of microphone should I use? You know, like, yeah, cares, yeah. right? But people also <laughs> ask me questions like you did before we were talking. You were asking me questions about movers mindset and what's on my mind currently for our conversation and what was on my, and then I, we were talking about what's on my mind, like in these current months for movers mindset. And yeah. I thought those were really good questions. And those obviously made me go, Ooh, that's a really good question. Are there questions that you get that make you think that's a really good question? 
uh, I wouldn't say there are categories of them or classes of them. I would say they, it's you know, anything has the potential to surprise you. But mm-hmm. yeah, I can't say this particular type that would. Don't know. That, that seems a bit of a closed answer. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, part of uh, part of what I really enjoy about. Uh, the Movers Mindset Project in general, but these conversations in particular is every time I have a conversation with someone, there's no, I try not to bring any um, expectations for what it's going to be. So when I find, I don't want to say that I don't understand you, but when I find people that I don't really understand, that's even more interesting. I'm like, Ooh, I like the way, I like the way you think about the questions that I'm asking you, it like, it's, I don't want to say it's not different. Like I've never found another person who thinks about these questions <laughs> yeah, this way, yeah. but some people have a ton of things that they want to share. And then when I ask a question, it's, it's almost like I'm suggesting which door to open and then out comes the information. Whereas you're very, uh, empathic or very, why, why are we uh, wanting to share anything? That's uh question that I'd put, you know, I'd ask you to see what you think is, uh, why, why are we wanting to share or wanting to share anything? I, I know for me, yeah, yeah. I have an over, uh, language fail. I have an overabundance or I, I too often have the urge to rush in to help. Um, and you know, I, I can see that in, in the past when I, uh, you know, in programming and like the day-to-day work job type stuff, I can see that I enjoyed like, you know, turning on the Mission Impossible soundtrack and rushing out <laughs> in the morning to fix it. Like, ah, you know, like, yeah, I'm the guy. Um, so that urge to rush in and help is definitely something that's in my personality. Um, so now when I'm working on projects like Movers Mindset, it took me a long time to get over the urge to like rush in and say, Oh wait, you, you should listen to this person. You know, I see you're doing something that I think if you understood what Ido Portal was doing, that would help you. Um, so is it I, because that stuff doesn't, because that doesn't actually help that. Doesn't right, right, help. right, right. In, <clears throat> in the, in the work a day type life, you become the enabler. People don't plan because they know you'll rush in and solve it. Um, so I think my urge, which I think I've gotten pretty good at suppressing, my urge to share um, stemmed from wanting to be um, approved of or, or wanting people to, not, not like me, but I wanted people to say, ooh, that was really helpful, Craig. Thank you for sharing that. And now I'm more interested in I want to, I want to share because I want people to, if possible, go, Oh, that would help me. Like I want people to be able to get, like you were saying, be able to ask questions to be able to get from me things that would be useful. But I think I want to not have a bullhorn about, I'm always on Instagram. You you need to, you need to read this or here's my stuff that you need to subscribe to. Um, so I think it's been a change in, you know, maybe over the last two decades of transitioning from wanting to share to being delighted when people, you know, discover something that I've set somewhere where you could find it kind of thing. So we're like leaving (laughs) this, leaving the pieces out rather than trying to broadcast. Tripwire. Yeah. Leave a tripwire. (laughs) I wouldn't say, I don't know if we need to go with the Claymore metaphor, (laughs) but yeah. How about, how about an Easter egg leaving Easter eggs around for people to find? 
<laughs> diabetes <laughs> as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, that's the, the one of the prime issues with ever called coaching and teaching that I've, is that what actually helps and why are we actually, you know, and actually in the sense of not this rushing into to help in this, in this sort of immediate idea of alleviation of whatever the stressor is, but takes us to somewhere better in the future, should we say. And that's a question that, yeah, it's, it's still, you know, it's what actually helps, as in it does, you know, is um, and so there is that friction between, you know, offer, offering and withdrawal, offering and withdrawal. It's, but yeah, as we say, it's, there's, I don't think it's probably going to be one or the other. It would be, you know, a sort of a ebb and flow of a river between the two sort of thing, you know, it's a, a period of time. But yeah, so yeah, I don't know where. I think you're right. I think it, it, what works best for me is when I find a balance between <clears throat> consuming information and, and leaving Easter eggs. Um, how about <clears throat> since we've been doing easy questions, that's a joke. We've been doing really hard questions. Let's do a really hard question. Um, what's something that you have an opinion about or, or something that you know that you believe to be true that you think people would disagree with in general? <laughs> for some reason i don't hear you now <clears throat> i know i can read your lips i know what you just said you just said i have no idea but i don't hear you now <laughs> now now did maybe your did it go to sleep make sure your phone didn't go to sleep the wonders of zoom calls Still silence. I can see that you're talking. Is that working now? That's working. That I hear. Yeah, the the app turned off for the microphone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice of it, but it won't do. It must have a timeout, but we'll be fine because we're halfway through. I said I have no idea. That's you have no idea. Is. Too hard. Um, it's, it's not an easy no, no, question. It's, it's a very. It's hard more question. to do with the actual, you know, evaluating your own beliefs, as in, you know, having Damn that straight. <laughs> it's a hard in, question. Where would you start? Where would you start? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, I, I like the question. I do occasionally use it as a self check or a self assessment. Um, and it, a lot of times what it does for me is I think I have an answer. So, um, this is not the question and then repeat the answer. Repeat the question. Then repeat, please. <laughs> what's so the question that I would ask myself is what's something that I believe is true that most people would disagree with. And one answer that I have, this is not related to our conversation. One answer I have is that publishing podcasts on a particular schedule is not important. So in podcasting universe, everybody believes that you have to publish on a schedule that's super important. <laughs> and I disagree. And I have reasons why I disagree with that. And I can talk about that at great length, but that's not related to what we're talking about today. But I like the question, what's something I believe is true that I think most people would disagree with 
because it makes me think about what I believe is true. And I go, well, I believe it's true. Whatever you're talking about, I believe it's true because dot, dot, dot. When's the last time I've checked that those things are still true? Is there new information? And I think the question, um, I think the question is so powerful because it forces us to look for counter evidence. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think the issue I have with, uh, with that was that it's almost like the beliefs don't pop up until they're challenged. So it's, hmm. I, I don't know what my beliefs are until we, so as we're having a conversation, as I said, it was, it seemed too general, but then bringing up this particular instance that would only come up in that instance and then it would be sort of evaluative of uh, that and then over to yeah i don't know it's yeah, not so an it, easy uh, question sorry, it, would, it would have to be more specific i think as a mm. if, uh, for, to get a, a, a coherent answer as you say <laughs> yeah no it's all good <laughs> apologies um, <laughs> no there's i i know that i know that you're not thinking this but sometimes people who i talk to and I don't know if this is like an, an aura that I've generated because I've done so many of these. I still think I have no clue what I'm doing. But people think that a con these conversations that we're having are supposed to go somewhere in particular or that. It oh, has to, yeah, yeah, yeah it right. I don't think you're doing it. But sometimes people come on and they're like, well, this isn't. Well, I'm just like, are you enjoying the conversation? Is it making your brain work? Then we're, you know, we're doing the right thing. Um, so I really enjoy not having a destination to you know conversations i really enjoy yeah, talking yeah. to people and being surprised or 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 going oh that's interesting tell me more about that um i'm just keeping an eye on the time we're, we're good yeah for a few more minutes um are you sitting on any questions in your head that you want to ask me no cool. no um <laughs> what's when's the last time i love hard questions when's the last time you changed your mind on something and now i'm thinking to myself, when is the last time I changed my mind? And listeners, when's the last time you changed your mind? It's another really hard question. Again, it's, uh, it's one of those, I think it's of the same type. It's, All right, when's the last time seems... you changed your mind about your diet? Like, and I don't mean that you're trying to lose weight, but diet, just total, all knowledge about food that you ingest as fuel. When's the last time you changed your mind about your diet? I've not so much changed my mind, but changed my behavior. So it's the same thing. It's, it's whether you implement like, learnings or not, isn't it? Or, and then mm -hmm. find out the outcomes of those implementations. I don't know, three weeks ago, but then again, yesterday, and you know, it's a, mm -hmm. so you know, various growth every every day. It's a valuable issue. So it's yeah, but you know, like we say, sometimes there are more pronounced changes sometimes there are just minor changes right so, but i think yeah, that's yeah. that points to i would be afraid if somebody said i don't ever change anything right like people should always be changing you should be uh, I, I, I don't know you could have a conversation with them it would be like a <laughs> it would be like a yeah hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point um where do you go if you do where do you go for inspiration so what are some things that you do to like recharge <laughs> and light yourself up so inspiration i don't i, I, I think that's a oh, there we go this is something people might disagree with. i don't think there's any 
I personally I have no need for inspiration. I don't think there's any need for it other than breathing, obviously. But that's a, a little pun mm. on the word. <laughs> but to look as it, yeah, it's sort of consumer. It's I would say entertainment consumed to death. I think is uh, or entertained to death. I think that's what most people is there for mm. inspiration. But to like myself up to to wind that oh, I don't know what was your, what were your words like myself up. Yeah, to like yourself. Like, how do you do you find you sometimes need to recharge? And what would you do to do that? That tends to be if I almost become sort of too rigid in the mind of what's possible, what I can do, and then it's uh, when I sort of flip the switch of oh no, I can do anything. <laughs> then it, then it's. Uh, then I like yesterday evening I spent about three hours, two and a half hours, three hours doing sort of what would amount to asana to most people, just a standing practice and just uh, the various postures and all of that. But that's the first time I've done that in I don't know six months or so. It was, uh, but it was you know perfect for my body at the time. The body felt shot. We know not nicely uh, a light but relaxed as well. It's uh, yes for that. It seems to anything that sort of gets you out of the rigidity of pattern, should you say, is what lights you up. You know, it's like it has its own energy in that sense. Don't know what. Well, yeah. yeah. What do you it, think? What do you think? Um. What? What? Well, the first what thought I had. Well, the first thought I had up? was yeah, this. Yeah. In order for in order for you specifically to be able to hear that, I'm going to say that voice that said, "This is the thing that I should do or that I could do." It's it's not it's it's not yeah I wouldn't say it's a voice. It's more like a it was like a the blank slate just wiped out. You know, it's like a, a, a everything brushed everything brushed aside. You're like, oh, <laughs> go mm. on, cat carry. But you have to be very. Uh, your mind has to be quiet so that you can notice that. Like I think that what drew you to that specific practice at that point in time was a very quiet signal. And I'm thinking that a lot of people might not notice those signals. Um, so that was the first thing I thought was, I thought that was very mm, astute or very sensitive of you to be able to realize that that particular practice for those hours would be super beneficial to you. So that was the first thing that I thought. Um, as for my answer. Um, and why does it light you up? What lights you up, but why does it yeah. light you up? I think for me, <clears throat> anything which allows me to quiet my mind, that I'll, to me it almost feels like a diffusion effect. So uh, my mind can be working on or I'm trying to work on too many different things and then that, that just doesn't function well. And I don't mean that I do more than one thing at once, but just having too many things like in a constellation in yeah, my yeah. mind. So when I manage to do something which quiets my mind, then I feel like the next thing that I work on, it's much better. Um, I have much more mental power to put to it, and it and tends to work do you better. Still, do you still have that constellation, or have you reduced the size of that constellation? I think the size of the constellation reduces. So okay. if I had 10 things, I'm like, oh, I should I should change the font on this project, and I should call this, all these things. Some of those things that were that should have been very quiet, they fall away. And I'm yeah. left with fewer items, and I'm able that's to focus. Not important. On, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Im, not important <laughs> enough, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not, not necessary. Not necessary. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I know this is going to come as a surprise, but I'm going to say, well, we reached about 20 minutes. So I will just say, and of course, the final question, three words to describe your practice. I don't have any. I've, I've, I saw this question and uh, <laughs> I, I, without meaning to offend, I thought it was, I understand it's uh, the idea of it being a powerful question, but I also think it's a bit of a, a fool's errand, you say. <laughs> in the sense that it's not how language works effectively, I would say. <laughs> and so, you know, to fit all of, or to fit nothing, you know, to, maybe it's just, I'm not good enough, you know, don't know the perfect word or whatever, but I'd say there is no perfect word. And so not oversimplifying that the risk of doing damage to the, the whole idea, I should say. So I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> you, there, I do have a way of like, the question didn't get answered. It's not cool. I, I think that even though you feel like you're pushing back on the question, I think you're still showing, you know, what you're well, thinking. I didn't want I think to leave you good. hanging on that. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> good. <laughs> awesome. Um, Joe, thanks for taking the time to, you know, schedule and sit down and work uh, through some fun, tech man. issues. My fun. pleasure. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye.